Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. Hey, this is Sayasha Gianna, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. everybody today's episode is extremely special to us she is a good a very very good friend she's like family to be honest um we'd like to introduce to you guys sayasha gianna (laughs) 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 and instead of me listing everything she does and who she is i'm gonna let her introduce herself she is just honestly let me just give my perspectives of this woman please do yes she since the day i met her um I had no idea who she was. I just knew she was beautiful and she was badass. Like, she just looks super awesome. Amazing style, but her energies are beautiful, on point, and just so genuine. Agreed. So it is such an honor to have her here. And we know you guys missed her voice, so we also have Mari here. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Mari from uh, episode nine, season one. That's my boy. Yes, she. her episode <laughs> is actually a listener's favorite, so we try to get her on here as much as we can because we know you guys love her voice. So. But you know what? Today, just uh, I feel like it happened the way it should have. Yes. Uh, we weren't expecting this to happen, and you know, Mari happened to be here. So And she's all, here for a reason, for sure. It's all working out the way it should. But we're, we are very... Um, like I said, happy and honored to have Sayasha here with us. Yes. Thank you for making time. Yeah. Thank you so much please for tell, having me. Yes, please tell the people what you do, who you are. Oh, well, my heart is so full from your beautiful introduction. <laughs> so, yeah, so I am a shamanic healer. I am a Reiki master. I do energy healing. I do psychic readings. I am a psychic medium. And I am a teacher, so I help those who are spiritually gifted and intuitive to find their path and really hone their spiritual gifts. Amazing. Impressive. Oh and my that, goodness. ladies and gentlemen. We're all so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My God, I have the, we're in complete darkness right now. I could barely see your guys' faces, but I have a big old smile on mine. How about <laughs> right, you guys? We all do. <laughs> I was actually mentioning Me how, like... Uh, we haven't officially started the episode, can, but I can already feel like it's going to be one of my favorites. Yeah, yes. and it could, because it's so different from our other episodes. Not to say that our other ones aren't amazing, because they all were, mm-hmm. but this one's just so different. Yes. It's just, and by the way, everybody, we have her here in person, which is also a huge deal, because we feel the energies like firsthand. It's on another level. On a whole another level. But anyways, my goodness. <laughs> so... You do all that, and you do offer your services, yes? I do, yes. Amazing. And where can um, where can the people find you? So Social people media? can find me on my website, sayasha.com. It's S-A-E-A-S-H-A.com. And I have an Instagram, uh, Sayasha Gianna. And uh, I just launched a Patreon where I share a lot of uh, information about spiritual gifts, and I host Moon Circles there. Amazing. Tell us more about about that. Yeah, so for every full moon and new moon, I have a circle, a Zoom session for now. It used to be in person, but now it's on Zoom. But it's great because I get to connect with a lot of different people from all over. 
and I go through the astrological updates, the energy updates of the collective, what we're dealing with on an energetic level at any given time for any given moon, the moon energy, and then I do a reading for the collective attendees of the moon circle. And wow. it's really great. It's wow. really fun. That's amazing. We're definitely going to be joining that, right, <laughs> ladies? Oh, yeah. And I we can uh, access these, uh, you know, these sessions through your website? The moon circles are actually on my Patreon. Okay, your yeah. Patreon, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so right? ready to have you. We're so excited. That is so <laughs> awesome. Jeez. Thank you. So, I mean, I have a question. Um, yes. How, if you don't mind me asking, how did you get into this or how did you realize that this was your your calling oh that's that's a great question it took some time I I always knew that I had intuitive and spiritual gifts since I was a little girl but I turned them off at some point um, as many gifted people do many spiritually gifted people tend to turn off their gifts when they have scarier experiences or when they undergo difficult things in life or just when they're horribly invalidated by people who say that energy isn't real, the spiritual world isn't real. Um, and it was kind of getting into teaching meditation, going through my own process of healing myself because I had a ton of health issues. And it was through that process of healing that I got into meditation and yoga and Reiki. And that's really when my gifts really started opening up. And that kind of led me one step right in front of the other toward what I do now. Wow. How, how old were you when you started realizing your gifts before you felt like you had to turn them off? Um, it was very young. I was, uh, my mom has told me stories of me talking to her about my past lives when I was three. Oh. So it was very wow. young. I remember seeing angels in the room. Um, I've always been able to see auras, but I didn't know what they were. Uh, so I, I'm not sure how young, probably forever, <laughs> probably since I came out. Well, oh, wow. Okay. That leads me to two more questions. So, I mean, I'd, I can't say I've ever seen an angel. I mean, I feel like I've felt a presence mm -hmm. in my life, but are they like, you know, the standard, like with wings and, you know, all that's, or is it just like an aura? Like what do auras look like? Yeah. So auras, uh, are the energetic field around a person. So when you look at an aura, it looks a little bit like when the asphalt is hot on a hot day and it has that steam over it. It looks a bit like that. Okay. The more advanced anyone can see auras with practice. Some people see them naturally. The more practice you become, the more you start to be able to see color and uh, sort of differences in areas of the aura, which helps you see if someone has a health issue or something going on. Wow. Um, angels look to you as you see them. They are non-physical, so they show up to you in the way that you would recognize them best. When I was little, I would see them full on with the big wings. They were tall. They were big. They were protective. They were beautiful. Now when I see them, it's anywhere from that to uh, orbs of light, big orbs of light, or I will see, I work a lot with archangels, so I will see the color associated with that archangel. Wow. Uh, I just want to throw out there that I heard a story of uh, somebody that was astral projecting and they were very in tune with that. And they would talk about meeting up and seeing auras like, hey, we're going to meet up at this place at this time. And kind of describing what you said right now, too, which is why I was like, kind of curious, like it's a color or you can't really see their face, but it's just, you know, that color mm -hmm. meeting up somewhere. So, yeah, that's amazing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Astral projection is very real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- I believe it. You know what's um, crazy, what you just said? When you were younger, the angels looked very tall, wings, and just beautiful. I remember when I was young, I would see the same thing. And I haven't really shared this story with a lot of people just because it's, I don't know, it's, I guess it's personal. And I really didn't share it with people back then, especially my parents. Sorry, mom, dad. No, but you're in a safe but space now, right? I am in a safe space now, yes. And honestly, I think I, I like, I want to share this now because other people may relate to it and they can come out and let us know, you know, they're not alone. But um, I remember though, one time, a really, I'll, I'll make this quick, but I... <laughs> What was that? <laughs> I don't know what that was. Has that ever happened before? No, it hasn't. Okay, so um, I'll make this quick, but when I was younger, I saw a very, it, it began as a large beam, no, not a beam, because that sounds kind of like a UFO, but like a light, a hovering light, and it was in uh, my childhood home in Sanger, California, near Fresno, up north. And it just came down, and it was in the living room. We were all asleep, and it came down. It landed, and I freaked out. I was a kid, and um, <laughs> if I get a little emotional, I'm sorry, but um, we were all having kind of like a slumber party in the living room this night, and so it was me, my parents, and my nephew, and this happened, but when it happened, I was the only one that was woken up by it. And I freaked out and I got up and I ran and I hid behind the couch because I, I, I got scared. It was a, it was kind of like, you know, in the Wizard of Oz when Glinda comes and the bubble comes closer and closer. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Okay. So just to give a, you know, perspective, but, um, so I hid and the light just got brighter and brighter. I looked over and it was a beautiful angel. Wow. It was, it was a trip, but this angel was hovering in the air and she had like red roses at her feet um wings all that mm. and I remember just looking like oh my gosh I wasn't scared but I was just kind of tripping out yeah and my nephew woke up and he 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 ran behind the couch with me and he was sitting there be- with me and all of a sudden I look at her and she she doesn't say a word but she puts out her hand and and tells me to come to her like you know I'm doing it nobody could see me but to come <laughs> to come we and, see you. And of course, <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't going. Like, I'm scared, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she just keeps saying, she's smiling. She doesn't look scary, but she's smiling at me, and she's telling me to come. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, no, I'm going to miss my parents. I'm going to miss people. Like, because I saw that as a kid. I saw that as, come with me. Like, it's your time to go. Right. You well, know? Mm-hmm. And I told her No. And <laughs> no offense, but I I was just scared. I wasn't ready. I told her I wasn't ready and that I'll miss people. So my nephew next to me, he was so innocent, so cute. He got up and he went to her. Okay? He went to her. And I was like, no, come back. I got scared. When he went to her, she disappeared. And we were back laying down. Okay? Not long after that, he passed away in a car accident. And till this day, I think, like, that should have been me because it was my turn, and I kind of, like, rejected it. And he went, and he's gone now. You know what I mean? This is very personal, and I, I, you know, but that was my experience with an angel. And after that, I would just see them, like, in the air, like, in the sky, like, when we would be driving just a big beam of light or whatever. And 
but I also saw demonic things too, very dark shadows and tall, dark figures. Just things people aren't used to seeing. Yes, especially a child. Yeah. Yeah, so when you say that, as a kid, you saw that. I did too, and I think I turned it off too as a kid. Right. But for years, I did see the darkness, and I saw the shadows run past my peripheral vision, and I would just freak out, and it was a trip. It was a trip. Sorry to get off topic, but I just wanted to tell that quick no, story. No, it's, it's not off topic. I it's feel like exactly it's... exactly on topic. I yeah, mean, so I, I'm, just, I'm sorry, sharing. not yeah. off topic, but <laughs> make it about me. This is right. about you, girl. No, thank you so much <laughs> for sharing that story. And I think that's really common with children, especially who are gifted, is they have a frightening experience, something they don't fully understand, and then they run from it. Mm-hmm. And that's completely, completely normal, understandable. I get the feeling with, with the story that you shared that the angel wasn't actually there for you, but you were there to be with your nephew when he began to experience that. Wow. That would actually make a lot of sense because you guys were super close, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like my brother. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think that. Wow. I, yeah. I never thought that because he was right next to me and she was calling. She didn't say like, hey, you come here. She was just saying come like not saying but gesturing gesturing to come and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) but he was he was he was happy to go right you know and i wow you're right that might be what happened and that totally changes the way um i mean kat has told me the story a couple times since we've known each other and looking at it from that perspective it's oh my god that changes everything it kind of does yeah Right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, thank you for that. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. It, it makes sense uh, when, especially when children transition, mm-hmm. um, they're often taken before their time of death. Yeah. Um, so they don't experience, a lot of times they don't even experience pain or fear. They just step from one space to the next. Really? It's very peaceful. Yeah. So I think that was a, I mean, if the angel was already there for him they were ready to take him immediately and you were there to support him if you guys are close especially that you were there to experience that with him so he was not afraid he had you right there you know what I mean he was all excited to go and I was like come back I got all scared you know but for years I kind of like not blamed myself that sounds dramatic for for his death but I was like, oh, my God, I think that should have been me. Um, I feel like it's a natural. Yeah, it's a natural. Um, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But now that sh- you say that, now I'm like, wow, I think maybe I was just there. You're looking at it at it in a different light. Yeah. Wow. That was and beautiful. Thank you for sharing <laughs> of that. Of course. Thank you for sharing you know, that story. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're bringing up, um, you know, kids being able to see these certain things or, like, uh, being taken I mean, I guess you would say before their time, but it can actually be at the right time. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. And um, we actually, uh, I mean, we've had this Facebook group for a while now, but we haven't really dove into it where we want to have it grow and have people share their stories because, I mean, we've been working from other uh, social media networks, but today out of all days, we decided to work on it. We're like, hey, well, let's see what people have to say, you know? so It's a members only thing you have to, Yeah, it's like a private yeah, you have to request to be a part of the group, which, yeah. I mean, if you have stories and you can relate, you're you're one of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's crazy that you say that because that got brought up, too, like being a kid and seeing certain things and, right. you know, shutting it out, too, not remembering. Um, was that 
that mentioned that? Um, she mentioned a shadow man. Oh, well, I, I think she mentioned something like when she was younger. She Oh, she would see, was oh, it? A, it was a little girl a at little, her window. Yeah. And she doesn't remember this till this day. And that's what she said in the message. And she said that her uncle was like, yeah, you kept saying there's a, hey, my friend's here. And he, she would point at the window and there was nobody there. Wow. You know, but yeah. she doesn't remember that till this right. day. Yeah. So yeah. She blocked it out. A she lot of people block it out. Block we block things out from our childhood, especially if we had, I didn't have a rough childhood. I'm not talking from experience, but people who have, I'm sure they block out a lot of things, you know? Yeah. And then that kind of like makes me think like, I wonder how many, how many encounters we've all had. Right. as kids that we don't remember now and how much yeah. this is something that i teach a lot with my students uh how much we are conditioned to ignore our intuition yes. and how many times oh. we walk into a building and know that the energy is not right and we want to leave mm-hmm. but we talk ourselves out of it because yeah. that's oh silly, yeah right you right. too more yeah. you got yeah. that more Oh, yeah, all the time. You guys know. Yeah, I do know. 100%. We'll be walking it. She goes, mm-mm. I don't know about <laughs> she, the energy. This is, this is how she says it. Mm-mm. mm-mm, best friend. I don't like the energy here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm like, all right, girl, let's go then. <laughs> or certain people, remember, there's... Pre- yeah, you know, my, I, just, I don't like their energy, and yeah. I don't want to be around them. Don't say no names. <laughs> we could beep them out. No, it's random strangers. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. remember at your show that one time? We can bring that up, right? This is a random person we don't know. I don't even remember. Your Ruka show, the time that I made really good friends with the one homeless guy. Oh, that, yes, yes, yes. And there was another guy that came up, and I was just like. His vibes are bad. Just, his vibes are bad. I don't want you near us. Like, go away. And it's like, they know I'm not just rude to random people, but. Yeah. That day, I was just like, no, his, there's no, he needs to go away. Yeah. And who knows? We know? don't. Yeah, we don't know for sure, but I, I trust you for sure. Yeah. I trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. We gotta stick together. I've yeah. everything. I feel like we have a coven right here. We do. It's you very know? powerful yes. in here right now. Uh, I'm like, is it? I'm not worthy. <laughs> is it really? What do you, oh, you're what worthy. Do you, what do you feel? I feel like my palms are sore. Well, since uh, I feel um, everyone's angelic team here around us, almost like a big circle of wow. protection. Yeah. Ooh. But I can feel everyone's abilities. Everyone here is gifted. You're just all different and in, in, gifted in different ways. Wow. But. Yeah, I feel it from all of you right now. Well, I, I actually really like the sound of that. I mean, it feels <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. No, let me finish. Okay. No, because, I mean, to have a really strong team like the Justice mm. League, I'm going to throw yeah. that out there. Um, <laughs> oh she know. would with the superheroes. <laughs> she would. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd. You know, every superhero has their own powers that helps the team succeed. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so I don't know. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. And that's why that's why I love doing what I do of helping people really tune into their their own superpowers is everyone's needed. Everyone has a unique gift for a reason here on this planet. Yeah. And they're needed. And when we're ignoring our intuitions and we're drowning things out and accepting what society tells us about what's normal or acceptable, we're not be we're not standing in our true power and our full power. I yeah. can see that. And you know what? It's sad that society really look not actually now it's not as bad but you know in certain religions and such they look down on that stuff. i was right. just gonna say that you know mm-hmm. and not to i won't mention the certain kind of religions i'm thinking about but it's it's sad it's like to look down on something like that is just so um 
I can't think of another it's word, judgmental. but it's judgmental yeah, and it's right. ugly, you know, and this right. is such a beautiful gift that you have. And I swear, just having you sitting here right now and just in our presence, it's just making me feel some type of way. I don't know about you girls. <laughs> yes. How about you? Yeah, yes. no, since you uh, since you walked, walked in the in, door. Yeah. Yes. With those badass boots on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Girl, those boots Even are right fierce. before we started, oh, I was like, you. you know what? Her energy like makes me uh, I feel emotional. Yeah. And I don't even know why. Yeah. You guys know I'm not an emotional person. So At all. Yeah. I'm like, what is this that I'm feeling? What are, they, what are these? <laughs> I just feel like my skin. Like, I just, there's emotions. There's, there's such yeah. feeling coming off of her that you just feel you like. made you made this rock cry <laughs> <laughs> she's a stone a she doesn't cry she got well, emotional for no reason i kind of want to bring this back <laughs> bring I, it back um okay so i grew up catholic mm-hmm. um i don't agree with a lot of the things that the catholic church teaches you but i don't know it's comfort to me like i i don't know i i have this I believe in the Virgin Mary. I believe in God. But at the same time, it's like, I'm also very spiritual mm-hmm. where it's like, I know that it's more than that. I know it's, I mean, I feel like there are times where it's like, okay, well, what I'm feeling or, you know, my, my beliefs and balancing chakras and, you know, auras could be seen as not a part of the, the Catholic church teachings, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I, I go between both of them. Right. Um, it just brings me that comfort, you know, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm, and I'm just kind of curious to see if other people feel the same way. Like they, they were raised that way. They were, they have that comfort, but then they still have that like spirituality. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like, I mean, I, I grew up in a very conservative Christian environment. Um, and I feel like religion is the pathway to spirituality because, uh, I mean, the angels, God, Mary are all people you can connect to in a very real way, using your spiritual gifts. But um, I think throughout history, uh, churches as institutions have tended to want to monopolize power. True. And take your personal power away Mm -hmm. in connecting to God, making you depend on the church or what they give you. Worship. Right. When everyone has their own ability to connect to the divine in any moment. And I've done a lot of Uh, meditations this is why I love meditation so much Um, when I very first started getting really into meditating when you first start meditating it's frustrating because it's hard to quiet your thoughts oh yeah and once (laughs) but once you get it down (laughs) that's me right now yeah help us all learn how to meditate you go through you go through this period where you're only able to quiet your mind for a few seconds at a time before your thoughts come back And then it starts becoming 10 seconds and then it starts becoming 20. And then it's, you start opening up the space within, within yourself where you're not overstimulated. You're not connected to anything except source. And in that space, you can connect spiritually to everything. And I remember I had a really, really powerful meditation uh, where I talked to Jesus and that was really powerful for me. Um, because that was so comforting for me growing up was the energy of Jesus. And to find this pathway where I could connect with him directly and speak with him directly was life-changing. And you never learn that in church. Mm -mm. You never learn how to connect directly. It's always kind of throw a prayer out in a direction and hope it gets heard. 
And you're not taught to meditate to listen for the answer. So I feel like religion, although it's, it's comforting and it helps you get to your spirituality and your spiritual gifts. It's so, uh, at least the culture of it, these things that are very God created. I mean, these are God given gifts. These are your divine rights as a spiritual being to have these gifts, to be able to sense God and the divine. Um, so they kind of teach you like a, like a blurred milestone, right? Like it's like a guideline, right? Like a template, not even a guideline (laughs) because they don't give you specific like details on how to continue. It's just like, Hey, this is a step, but, uh, there's more to it. I feel like they add stuff to it Mm -hmm. to make them make you behave the way that they feel you should behave. Right. I can see that. Yeah. I have, I have heard, um, cause I also grew up in a Christian home, um, I have heard some churches say that you can have a relationship, which I think that's what you're referring to, right? Like a relationship one-on-one. Right. Kind of. Um, but I think for the most part, I've always heard like kind of just pray and hope, like you said, hope you get heard. Right. Um, but I have always thought this and I still think this, you do not, and I, you could quote me cause I've said this on social media. You do not have to go to church to be a good person mm-hmm. agreed you don't have agreed. to go to church to have a relationship <clears throat> right you don't have to go to church to to just feel that that connection, connection. Right. you can do it from your living room you speak to your higher being you you wherever from, you're at from anywhere you are you know what i mean yes yeah. and people so a lot of people don't agree with me they think you have to be in that place of worship you have to be in that building well okay that's fine i respect your opinion that's cool but my opinion you don't you really right. don't you i can, i agree with you yeah 100 um i just feel like maybe for them it's easier to put themselves in that mindset i don't know i can't maybe. speak for everybody true. maybe that's true Same thing like when you want to go to the gym <laughs> that's true you can work out at home but if you go to the gym then you're forced to kind of you're there you're gonna do it oh, or yeah, we we got a home you know, gym or really quick <laughs> right but I, I could see that you know because you go you're there and you're motivated to do it no, yeah, and then I, there's those people, but there's also those other people that go to the gym for the attention and for that that ooh, okay. And then there's those Just people that go it. to church to go for the attention. Oh, I'm here at church checking in on Facebook. I'm oh, here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Good, like, I'm sorry, yeah, I had to throw. I know I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get shit for it, but hey. it's okay. Well, there's people that go to church for very wrong reasons reasons, and some that want help there's some that want the connection and then there's some that want the attention so you know what I mean so for me real quick I'm just gonna throw this out there um I you know I always ask for the universe or for God you know the higher being Mm. to just you know point me in the right direction Mm. you know please help me guide me and um then I go back to ritual once my life is going good and then I go to the, the catholic church that's actually on my way to work and I'll stop by there or on my way back home t- from work. And I'll stop by and I'll just be like, hey, bro, because <laughs> me and God have a different relationship. <laughs> hey, any kind of relationship. <laughs> That's my dog, you know. That's my bro. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, uh, thanks for everything. You know, I appreciate everything you're doing. You know, thank you for pointing me in the right direction. Please continue to take care of my parents. And I'm, I'm not the kind of person that goes to church to say to ask for things. You give thanks. I give thanks, thanks. when mm-hmm. I go to yeah. church. Yeah. I don't know. but No, I, that's great. That could be just me. Yeah. And see, I feel like it's kind of universal. Like whether you, you're Catholic or Christian and you believe in you're talking to God or you're spiritual and you're talking to the universe, mm-hmm. 
universe is God and God higher is being. the universe. It's all one thing. You're still talking to your higher being. Exactly. And you're asking, you're, you're putting those things out there and you're asking for these things and you're being thankful. To me, I feel like it doesn't matter who we, just like what India, they're saying to Allah or what, we're all talking to our, our higher being. Mm-hmm. So regardless, we're still putting it out there in the universe. So I feel like whether whoever you feel like you're saying it to, you're still putting it out there. And we're so all kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. And I think it's important for everyone to, I think with the church thing, church is there for you. Church is there to be a support for you, to help you connect. Mm-hmm. But you don't need it to connect. Exactly. It's just a tool, yeah. like anything, like even crystals or, mm-hmm. you know, yoga, whatever it is that fits that specific person and the way that they connect because everyone's so different and the way that they connect spiritually. And I think people get caught up in the pressure or the culture that I have to go to church or I have to do this or I have to do that. Yeah. But you don't, as you said, you could sit at home mm-hmm. in meditation or sit and do a ritual or dance yeah. or, you know, whatever. In your car. And right. Or be in nature. Anywhere, anywhere. Do where you feel connected. My favorite is in nature, I just want to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. That is my favorite. It's I just want to go into the forest. Yes. And just talk. You know, be one. Yeah. To the hum- be one with nature. Yes. Right. yes. One yes. with the universe. God's beautiful one, creation. I remember one time I mentioned to um, someone that I believe in the universe. I believe that the universe is everything. The universe is God. The universe is, and I sound like Nancy Downs when she says, when she's talking about (laughs) Manon. Manon. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the trees. It's the, (laughs) no, but um, the devil and God were playing football, Manon would be the field. The stadium. The stadium, whatever. That's beautiful. The court. It is. It's beautiful. And that would be the universe. You know what I mean? But, but anyway, um, and this person told me, no, that the universe is not God. And I was like, what? I was younger. And so <clears throat> as I got older, I realized, you know what? I could believe what I want to believe in. I can have what, a what you connection feel. and a relationship right. with the universe. And the universe is everything. God is everything, isn't he? Right. You know mm, what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But um, I also grew up giving, you know, having respect. And even though it was, I was taught, not taught, but it, society makes you turn away to Satanists and other religions and stuff. But I grew up antichrist stuff, Mm -hmm. but I grew up, I I grew up to be a person to just accept everybody. If you're a good person, you're a good person. You know what I mean? Um, But that's just my opinion and I'll probably get shit again for this. But um, I remember in season one episode, was it two with Jeff of crude ink? I believe so. He um, gave us some insight on, the satanic bible mm-hmm. and yeah. and all that and we were blown away we had no idea because right. me personally i've never gained up enough curiosity to research it same here you know i just didn't you know but he he dropped some some facts and stuff on us and we were like wow really that's a trip uh, i mean we really sti- quick apparently uh i think they that that church the satanic church uh-huh they posted on a Christian uh, Facebook something really big, and they were like, they pretty much posted what how, their beliefs, which is what Jeff said. You know, don't do harm unto why others. Why would Why would they do that? I don't know. It, they didn't say they were that that church. They just posted it. Oh, okay. And apparently, a bunch of Christians also followed. Like, yeah, the, amen, amen. Like, oh, yeah, wow. that's what we believe in. <gasps> but 
little did they know that it was <gasps> oh. from the church that they're so against. Oh, wow. I, I don't know. I just I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. That's a trip. Yeah, Jeff was telling us that, um, shout out to Jeff, by the way. We'll tag him in this. But he was telling us that in that they teach you instead of um, believing in a higher power and believing in a higher power to, um, what's the word, to pray to, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself to be that higher power. Believe in yourself to be everything that you want to be. You know what I mean? Like your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. You are the higher power. Believe in yourself. Give yourself that respect that you would give to God. That that's how they teach you. And we were like, what? We were tripping. We yeah, were I mean, I, out. I never looked into that religion just because, I don't know, it's just. We were taught not to. Yeah, you know. But, I mean, I see where they're coming from. And I get it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just my own ignorance to not want to you know, check out information on every religion, which, you know, it's a good thing for everyone to to do, I think, in my opinion. But Um, at the end of the day, it's like my relationship with God and my relationship with the higher being, you know, it's just, I don't know. A hundred percent. But that doesn't mean that just because someone believes in God, you got to respect everyone's God when who they believe in and who they pray to. You know what I mean? Well, I I respect everybody's. No, not not you. I'm just saying people in general, but they don't get it, you know? Right. But... Just be a good person, man. Just be a good person. Oh. Right? <laughs> Love be each a good other. Person. Love, Love each, each other. other. Yes. Respect each other. Um, it hey should guys. be that simple, right? Yeah, guys. You have to pee. So I just want to say that. Oh. You got to pee. I got to pee. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. <laughs> so we are back. We all went pee. We're good, right? Mm-hmm. 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 For another <laughs> uh, 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that was a um, pretty intense first segment there. Oh, yeah. And we want to thank you. All, I want to thank all three of you for being very open-minded for um, those topics because a lot of people aren't. Well, I want to say thank you for sharing so much. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But anywho. Yeah. Go for it. So. I don't know if you guys have heard yet, but. During the whole um, second season, we've been asking two specific questions to every guest. And we asked you. And our first question is. I will ask it because I always mess up the second one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you can, if you could get the answer to any. uh, Nope. You're fucking it up already. already (laughs) Shit. Wow. Let me just ask, girl. All right. fine. You need to write it down. Here, I'm going to tag you in. Go ahead. All right. Tag me. Okay. <laughs> if you can solve any unsolved case or murder, which would it be? That's what I was going to say. Uh, I have thought long and hard about this. Okay. And originally, I was thinking probably JFK. Oh. You know? That's so good. Yes. Yeah. But then I thought about Anthony Bourdain. Tell us more. Anthony Bourdain clearly did not kill himself by hanging. That's the worst way mm. to die. True. He was working on a documentary that some people did really did not want made. Really? I didn't know that detail, to be yes. honest. Uh, what there's was a, it about? Uh, uh, human trafficking. Oh. And then he suddenly commits suicide along with a few other people. 
few other celebrities who are working on the same documentary in the same two-year period. Wait a second. You know what? It's crazy because this whole time, I obviously that that makes so much sense because you would you would think it'd be uh, announced, but no, the so, I mean social media or the media do not want you to know this information. Right. right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking tripping out. Are, are we talking <laughs> yeah. about the chef? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please wow. go. Uh, please, I'm sorry. Please go on. Oh yeah, but I already. I mean. When you are a psychic medium and you have a question about how someone died, you can just ring them up and ask them. What? Whoa. Which so I you- did. <gasps> so Because I really wanted to know. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And, yeah, it was not a suicide. Whoa. From what I gathered, yeah. What? Wait, so there was this documentary that was supposed to be made. Right. I believe it was called The Silent Children. Uh-huh. And it did not get finished. And the celebrities who were involved in helping make it and be part of it, including Anthony Bourdain, died by suicide. Can I guess who? Sure. Okay, we can edit this out if I sound dumb. (laughs) No, but um, was it around the same time that uh, two rock stars died? Oh, Chester? Mm -hmm. Chester and And, um, uh, um, Homeboy. Chris Cornell? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You know what? And I heard the rumors about both of them, mm. but I never tied it to uh, Chris, the chef. Yeah. Um, no. Anthony. 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 Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anthony. Um, please tell us more. Yeah. That, that's that's it. That's. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where when you are able to connect to the Akashic records and able to connect to the other side, you can just go ask. Wow. So, whoa. Is that what was told to you about a documentary that was going on? Uh, I actually did research. Okay. Um, about that. Uh, and then to confirm or deny if that was true, I went into meditation and I asked Anthony if he would be willing to talk to me. And he wow. came through really loud and clear. Oh, wow. My goodness. Yeah. So, you did anything. <laughs> everyone's everyone's thinking it Mars says it everyone that's listening right now is thinking that so well he um, just confirmed right he confirmed yeah that he was murdered oh my god you know what because that seems kind of weird to me too that Chester and uh, Chris also committed suicide by the same way I don't know just in such a like right okay I have a question sure Robin Williams he hung himself. Do sure. you believe he did? Mm. I guess you just don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, I haven't looked into that. Yeah, but, he, I, but he, I could. He did, and I remember, oh, my God. I, like many other people probably listening, I grew up with him. I feel like he was my Uncle Robin, you know? And when <laughs> yeah. he passed, oh, my God, I was, I'm was i still heartbroken. He was such a – it's just so sad because the people – who are smiling and laughing the most are the ones that are hurting the most. Right. Broken. You know? Yeah. And um, that's what, what I read, that he was depressed and he had suicidal tendencies and he did it. But I don't know. I don't know. And you know, that reminded me of, um, what's that guy's name who died in jail after the sex trafficking stuff with the island? Oh, um, um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, Epstein. Yeah. 
Yeah. That reminded me of that. I thought she was going to say that maybe. Oh. oh, well, I feel like those would be girl. on two complete opposite sides. Like You think so? Kind of, well, yeah. I mean, um, sorry, Kat, I don't have a lighter. Oh. Sorry, boo. I think I have one. <clears throat> yeah, it reminded no, me just of that. I was like. Just leave it off. I thought she was looking for heat. Were you? Oh, no. It went out. Oh, All okay. of a sudden when you talked I, about I, Robin Williams. No way. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, wow. And you're like, I don't think, would he actually kill himself? I don't think so. And then the candle went out. No way. Yeah, that's why I was like motioning to him. Like, oh, look. Yeah. Is that what happened? Oh, Oh, okay. I'm glad we have that recorded, everybody. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I was trying to Mm. silently tell Liz to give me the lighter because the candle went out. But okay. Okay. Well, that was perfect timing. Yeah, Jesus it was. Christ. Hey, Robin, I miss you, boo. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I know. We watched all we of the movies you. the other day. Man. <laughs> like, Anyways. Okay, okay, so back to what Mar was saying. Epstein. Uh, yeah, I can see why you're saying because it's like death by hanging, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, I don't feel like Epstein uh, committed I suicide. I killed himself. No, but those are on two different spectrums because we're talking about, um, you know, this documentary being made towards uh, children, like in... Like trying to expose right the Jeffrey the Epstein's of the world exactly right. Ooh, yes shit. so those and are I feel like there's so many of them yes yeah there are they really are you know I'm actually listening to this podcast right now it's called the the Candyman and the the Killer Clown I don't know if you guys have heard of it Mm-mm. it has to do a lot with that how they think that maybe um the Killer Clown what's his name um the famous um, co- oh um, um I'm brain farting guys sorry from the Oh my God, I'm bringing forward. Oh, uh, right and we know these John, John Wayne John Gacy. Wayne Gacy. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so him, he was connected we to, know these people to Dean. <laughs> I want to say Dean Coral and he was a candy man. So he, they would both lure men. I mean, kids, children into mm-hmm. their homes and, you know, do terrible things. Right. So this whole podcast is super interesting and very depressing and very sad. <laughs> it's and, just what, like, and what was it called again? Uh, the Candyman and the Killer Clown, I want to say, or the wow. Killer Clown and the Candyman. Okay. Um, but that this podcast has been such a eye opener. Like, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of pedophiles that have this network, and they're not just your regular yeah. average Joe, which they can be, but it's talk. It talks about these millionaires mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people that, with power that can get away with these things. That, like kind of like Jeffrey Epstein or right. You know, they have a pedophile, pedophile island, you know, just different things like that. And right. just kind of made me think of that. And I can see why they would go out of their way to murder people in order to keep that. Trying to so expose hidden. it. Exactly. Right. Because at the end of the day, I mean, they can be our our governors. They can be politicians. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I believe that 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They and they are. And they are. <laughs> they are. Yeah. yeah they're Sad. everywhere. We're going to shut you down if you have it. Just like your guys's, what, it wasn't the last episode, but the one before when she said Marilyn. Oh, yeah. Scarlett. Had, oh, my God. I had so much to say. Marilyn I was like Monroe. yelling. Yes, because you guys know I love Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And I've watched every single thing I thought thing of you when it. she said her name. I was yes, like, Yes, and I was like, there's so many more facts, too. Like, yeah. It was so super, super shady. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you come upon anything, you're going to be shut down. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to recommend that podcast because it also, like, shows all that different things. And they actually mentioned Jeffrey Epstein in that. Mm. And, you know, it's this podcast focuses on all the evil people involved in this. But, yeah. my goodness, I've never, I never heard of um, uh, Anthony yeah, Bourdain. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain. Right. Yes, right. being tied to this. 
Yeah. That was, wow. I, I, yeah. But hey, it was a murder. So you solved the yeah. case. I did. Damn. That's well, let's move on to the next question then. <laughs> Sheesh. That was a good one. Um, to our other cases. I already forgot. Can you please contact Marilyn Monroe? Because I would Aww. really, I feel like I've solved it in my head. In my, <laughs> you know, in my imaginary It was the government. Head. Yeah. You think it was the government? Oh, or definitely. You- I think it had to do with the president mm-hmm. that she was with. Happy birthday. She had her conversations with them right it's before. The There's, I have so many. That would take a whole episode, but I would love for her to confirm, like, <laughs> or be like, oh, yes, yay, okay, I was kind of right. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Yeah, right. Oh, that my gosh. Awesome. How cool is that? Yeah, we could do that. All cool. How about, wait, okay. So, cool. so we've talked about um, doing episodes where we all three go to certain places that are a little oh, yeah. haunted. Uh-huh. And so <gasps> we one, need to take her. We got to take, yes. Ooh. So, so if, if I said would. that we should go to um, Roosevelt Hotel where she lived for a, quite some time, um, and they say that her spirit's there, and so we were talking about doing an episode there, and I think it would be amazing to have her come with us. That would be cool if you could speak with Mary, or you know, well, if that would be if, extra if you're available, or you know, I <laughs> yeah, know, I know, I know this can all be <laughs> a lot of like energy that you're taking onto yourself as well. So like, you know. Um, it's an idea. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I think if you would I'll love to think about us. it. I'll definitely yeah. think about it. Generally, when I get invited ghost hunting or to haunted places, I choose not to go just because that is a full day of work for me. I bet. Right? Yeah. But sometimes I am guided to go places to help mm-hmm. with yes. the spirits who are there. So I will definitely think about it and feel into that. Okay. I, I totally respect that. That was yes. a great that. answer. Yeah. Yes. I'm and glad. so I, I can throw that in there that I just saw him, you know, just for an idea. Like we did, were afraid, like I think Liz said, like, what if the, you know, the spirits follow us and we don't want them to. But I said, you know what? Exactly. Marilyn is in this beautiful suite <laughs> with. Hey, it doesn't <laughs> and she's matter. been there for a long time. Uh, doesn't matter. I don't know. I know. But as a joke, like I'm like, I know she's not good. She's not going to want to come with us you know she has a good, <laughs> you never you know. know you, you never, never know, know. <laughs> well, don't just assume girl yeah exactly because you don't know if it's just Marilyn. You, it could be or other right. or what do we say we can do like a certain maybe kind of ritual thing well we before no, i don't we know about in. all that girl <laughs> yeah. well no like i said we can she's getting excited <laughs> remember i told you guys like yeah, yeah if yeah. we can do something before we go in to seal it i don't know if that's possible you know but i was like we can look it up like and then when we leave, we seal, like, so that they don't go out of where, you don't bring them or whatever. I you know what? I have an idea, Mar. We can go and do our thing and, like, try to figure out what's going on and shit. Yeah. You know, we can have our fun. But we know who to call. And then you come to my house. And I will sage the shit out of you. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. That's There's hot. ways of shutting it off. <laughs> yeah. You know where to find me. Sage me, baby. Damn, that's a good... Yes, exactly. Is that the name of this episode? Sage me, baby. Sage, Sage me, baby. baby. Sage me, baby. <laughs> I think so. I got you, girl. Ooh. Do it make Ooh. you sage you, baby. Let's pause. Let's pause. I need to take my sweater off. <laughs> I heard you took mine off. Anyway, all right. That was a, a really good answer. Amazing. Yes. Um, we all stemmed off of it. Sorry. <laughs> We're ADD. <laughs> Next question I'm is... I'm not going to even ask it because I fuck up every time. Go ahead, Cap. <laughs> I'm getting hungry if, just thinking about it. If you were on your deathbed or death row, what would you choose as your last meal? My answer is so boring. 
Everybody says that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mangoes and young Thai coconuts. Oh. I don't know if you've ever eaten a young Thai coconut, like cracked it open and scooped the yummy coconut goodness out of it. No. But it's so sweet and soft and delicious. You're so cute. And Look mangoes are my favorite thing. And energetically, mangoes have a lot of light energy in them. So it's like eating sunshine. Wow. wow. Oh my so goodness. So that would be uh, just a ton of coconut and mangoes. But it would ha- they'd have to be ripe in season. So I'd have to schedule my death for probably about <laughs> <The> June. <perfect laughs> about June. <laughs> Some people have June weddings. I'd have to schedule a, a June, June death. June death. <laughs> well, you so know I could what? eat those mangoes. We'll, get, we'll freeze some. Wonderful. You know, there when we you're go. ready, we'll, we'll get them ready for yeah, you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, I got to share this real quick. We had um, Luke McGarry on here a couple episodes ago, and he said um, McRib because they're seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> so it would so prolong gotta, his execution yeah, or whatever. Oh my God, that was so <laughs> funny. Brilliant. I love yeah. that. Oh God, hey, that'd be like getting turkey tacos from Taco, Del Taco. You see? Because you know they, they don't have them all the time. They take there we go. away. Is that yours? <laughs> I mean, I, that would probably have to be if I wanted to prolong uh, prolong it, like he yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Then I would do turkey. So tacos. June, I just want it quick. Give me whatever you got back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you be like? No, let me make my own chicken sliders because they're oh, there you go, amazing. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Okay, so look it. <laughs> Anyways, I talk about my chicken like, sliders I need a all kitchen. the time. <laughs> yeah. So can I make this food myself? Because yeah. I don't think y'all motherfuckers can cook like no. me. <laughs> no, you cannot. June mangoes and coconut. Yes. That's, that's so wait, amazing. I have a question. Are those the coconuts that are still kind of green? Those are like the white coconuts. Oh, okay. Oh, they're white. Yeah. The, On the outside, the they're coconuts. White? Yeah, mm-hmm. you see those white ones? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah. I never knew. Yeah. I'll bring some over. Ooh. And, and we'll share cool. some. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yum. Down. Th- I know this one always gets... M- my mouth watery. I know. That question. <laughs> She's always like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for answering those two questions. Um, we've been asking everybody so far on season two, and it's been pretty fun. It has been, yeah. Yeah. This is something we're going to continue doing. Yeah. And um, I mean, we're open to ideas. So if any listeners out there have any suggestions for any questions that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to hear uh, our guests. Guests. Uh, answer answer (laughs) that is why we are hazy chaos and not just chaos or not just hazy (laughs) hazy and then chaos over there yeah hey no No, yeah if you guys have any questions that you guys want us to ask our guests please shoot them over Mm -hmm. uh join the new facebook uh, members only group hit us up on instagram facebook all that amazing girl damn i'm gonna have to join that (laughs) because You yeah. haven't yet. I'm not on Facebook. Well, get on. <laughs> you know what, Mari? So, anywho, I know. <laughs> um, let's get I'm, to it. Yes, <laughs> I. Do you? Uh, well, obviously, you have some scary encounters. It sounds like you have beautiful encounters, but right. I'm sure some of these um, rituals or what have you have maybe gone wrong. Or You're, what? What do you have for us today? We're ready when you're ready. Yeah, I mean, I think the scariest part of my whole journey was when I had no idea what the heck was going on. And I think that's where, as we're talking about kids dealing with things that are so scary that they shut down their gifts, um, we're just not taught how to be discerning in terms of energy or how to protect ourselves from darker 
darker energy or parasitic energy. So there were times when my mediumship gifts had just opened up just enough that I could experience everything that was going on, but I had no idea how to deal with it or how to handle it. And I had a couple experiences in those early days. I went through this transition where I realized I couldn't stay in someone else's house or in a hotel room or in an Airbnb without thoroughly saging beforehand or else whatever beings would be there during the daytime would hide while I was awake because if anything is there that knows that you will make it leave, it will wait until you're a little vulnerable and low energy and you're not in a space to do that. And then as soon as I would lie down to go to bed, they would come in and um, I've been shoved awake. I've been shaken. I've been yelled at. I've had uh, things thrown around, turning things off and on, lights flickering, everything you can possibly imagine. Um, and I think really my, my scariest experience ever was and this happens for a lot of people who are gifted because as you said, when you see angels, you also see demons because you can see everything. And I had a demon uh, that was harassing me and targeting me for a long time during my adolescence. And I was so used to it, I didn't really recognize it for what it was. I just got used to sort of this voice, this presence. I was very seriously depressed and anxious um, had insomnia, bad dreams, and this being was with me for quite a long time and would encourage me toward self-harmful behavior. And it took me so long to realize that it was not a part of me or it was not me, that it was something outside of me. And um, I didn't really know what I was doing at the time, but I did do sort of a ritual and a, and a prayer um, and it left. And then one night in my early twenties, it came back and I woke up with sleep paralysis and, uh, the voice and this voice had spoken to me very soothingly in my adolescence, but it was the same voice, but this very, very deep, frightening, loud voice. And it said, did you think you could get rid of me? And my chalkboard that was on my wall flew off the wall oh, shit. and I couldn't move. And then I was just praying and it, I came out of my sleep paralysis when I started praying and, uh, that was that experience. And that oh. was, that was pretty scary. <laughs> at oh the, my at God. The time. And now looking back with the, with the perspective that I have now, that's like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's really awesome to hear. I yeah. love that you've conquered every aspect of that, but, um, we watched the documentary on Netflix about sleep paralysis too. And their conclusions are all, we prayed and it went away. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. There's a lot. Uh, sleep paralysis very rarely can be your soul. If you're astral projecting in your sleep, which a lot of people, most people do, your soul isn't quite back in your body yet. Mm -hmm. But I find more often than not, there is a dark presence there. That's kind of holding your soul out of your body. Yeah. Kind of like insidious, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And, whoa, 
I'm I'm gonna promote you really quick. People who are who experience sleep paralysis, are you? Do you offer a service to help? I offer. Uh, I teach people how to protect their energy because, as I said, looking back at that, it's not a big deal to me anymore. Mm-hmm. When you are spiritually sovereign and you are owning your energetic field and you have proper energetic boundaries, these things are not allowed to touch you. By the law of universal free will, you decide what is allowed in your energetic space. And it's only when we don't know how to protect our space or what that even is that we're kind of susceptible to those things. But once you know how to protect yourself, um, they can't touch you anymore. They have no power over you. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that makes so much sense. They're loud and, and throw things around like that on purpose to frighten you because they know that they're not allowed to do too much to you. Wow. And really quick, before we started this episode, we hung out with you for, for a good hour, just catching up. And I remember when I posted a, a picture of my arm um, and I had some weird, mysterious scratches on my arm. It was five scratches that looked like a little arm. Mm-hmm. No, a little, little, little hand. It looked like a small hand that scratched me and their fingernails were on my arm. Mm-hmm. And I posted a, a picture when they were fresh still. They're a little bit healed now, but they're still there. And you had reached out to me um, on our Instagram offering, you know, services. And if something's around you, let me know. I'll help you out, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want you to share with the people what you came what conclusion you came to about my arm and then about episode nine with Mari. If you're okay with, with that. With the jacket. If you're okay with that, we can definitely edit this out. Right. But course. I think it's an answer. They're just answers that I was looking for. And people were really fascinated with her episode, with Mari's episode with the jacket flying at me. Mm-hmm. And then we got a lot of feedback on the post of my scratches. So and not just that. But that can also help other people, maybe. Yeah. So. Like, if they're going yeah. through something, you can you can help out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, what came through in terms of that little being that uh, scratched your arm um, is that it is an entity that has been hanging around you. And entities, there are, there are so many different types. Um, entities are parasitic energies, so they live off of the light and energy of other people. Um, it's when we call them evil or super dark, it, it makes them scary. It demonizes them. They, you don't want them around. You don't want them in your field, but they're, uh, they can't really do too much. Specifically to you, they can't do too much to you. You're very protected. But it was the same entity that threw the jacket and when an entity is kind of in your field or around you, it will hang around until you clear it. So kind of wherever you go, it'll always kind of be floating there. Or if you, it may hang out in the space that you've been in. Um, and that's why I reached out initially. Um, nothing should be allowed to touch you or scratch you. And that's something that I do is clear that kind of stuff or help you clear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, entities are drawn to the light. All darkness is drawn to the light. So if you have a lot of beautiful light energy and you're spiritually gifted also, uh, a lot of beings will gravitate toward you for that reason. Wow. And I asked you earlier, was it, was it demonic or, you know, just dark? And then you mentioned that it was playful. Right. Right. 
That's uh, a trip. Yeah, I get, I kind of get some nature spirit vibes from it. Hmm. Um, but it is a dark entity. So we have angelic versus demonic is, is very polarizing. Um, mm-hmm. It helps to come at all of spiritual work and, and shamanism from a space of neutrality and, and non-judgment. So even if something is dark and is here to take your energy, right, and to drain your energy, um, it has never known light. It has never known love. It is here because it doesn't know how else to survive. And that is true of all dark beings. Um, but it's important to not allow them in your space and in your field because you don't want them interfering with your light and your purpose. Um, so yeah, so the, the being was, had a very young energy to it. It was a bit playful. It was mischievous, which is why it was throwing things around. Mm-hmm. It wants your attention. Um, but we will, we will take care of it before, before that night is through. Oh my gosh. I believe that. I do too. Um, just to clear it up, that wasn't the same energy that was with me, right? No, that was a different, different energy. Girl. But I think, wouldn't I think the listeners would want to know too, mm-hmm. like what that energy was. I think that's a. I think you're a right, Question, Mar- since we're on that topic, right? Because during your episode, when that happened, you thought, "Oh my God, I brought something here." And I thought, you know, and I did too. I was like, oh, girl. But now that (laughs) she's good to hear that she's saying that's not that same energy. Yeah, but it also kind of (laughs) scary. We have two. Yeah, we have two up in here. That was yours. (laughs) That's mine. (laughs) Yours. So I think I think that listeners do really want to know probably maybe what mine was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as soon as I walked in here, I could feel two. And the one that you had with you, Mari, was a bit darker a bit older and had been with you for longer than the one that has been with with cat. I feel like cat pictures up somewhere, which is oh. pretty common. Oh. Um entities so are very common. <laughs> At least I know I didn't give mine to you. Girl. <laughs> yeah. That's <they're>, your own. <laughs> um Sorry. it's easy uh, when you are kind of unshielded or ungrounded and you're out in public and you're around a lot of people, it's it's easy to pick up entities if if you are not practicing regular uh, energetic hygiene and, and boundaries and protection, um, especially if you have beautiful energy. So it's, it's not uncommon. And you'll notice if you watch, um, I, I watched this video recently. Someone sent me, it was like a funny video of a, a bunch of Karens freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they put like... I didn't expect that. They put a bunch of uh, like metal music of yeah. screaming to show... <laughs> But, and I thought it was funny because uh, it made um, obviously made all the Karens look possessed. But um, when I watched the video, that is how it looks to me all the time. Because when you see someone freaking out like that and it's not like them, usually it's not even them. It's something they've picked up. Oh. And if people have really bad energy, they are a vibrational match for lower vibrational entities. So a lot of times when you see videos like that where you're like, what is wrong with that person? They're not right in the eyes. They're freaking out. They're yelling. Um, it's it's an entity that's attached to them that's just sucking their energy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's really, really common. Um, and sometimes we get entities like the one that was with me for quite a while. We can have them for years hanging out in our energetic field, um, which is why salt baths are actually really great for general hygiene. And self-saging or having a friend sage you is really great. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, entities are, are very common. We live in a very spiritual, very spiritual world. There are a, There's a lot more activity than everyone thinks there is. There's a lot. It's more so that we are in a spiritual world than we are the world and there are spiritual beings here, if that makes sense. Right. Oh, wow. Oh, a lot. It makes a lot of sense. I, I actually have a question. Everything you've been saying right now, it just kind of resonates with me, too. That's just something I've always thought about myself, too. I'm like, well, is there something lingering with me as well? Is there something I need to be doing to just maybe shake that feeling? Like, I don't know. I've... Uh, I've been trying my best to also feel, um, I mean, not that I don't feel right. I mean, I feel good. I mean, I feel like I've come a long way, you know, but there are certain situations in my life that have op- opened my third eye in a, or at least I'd like to believe in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. That's just one question I, I feel like I have to ask. Right. I I get the feeling specifically with your energy, Liz, that a lot of, the, like you mentioned earlier about, I wonder if there's anything with me, or I wonder if there's any darkness with me, mm-hmm. that there's something in terms of how hard you are on yourself. And um, like you, when I look at your energy, I can see that you are extremely gifted, extremely gifted, not in the same way your gifts are more lower chakra, you're more, if I was to put it into a like an analogy, you are much more medicine woman energy, very grounded, very strong, very warrior-like energy. And you are able to see, and you are able to do a lot of transmutation, if that makes sense. And I think that's why you may have had darker experiences, not because you did anything bad or wrong, or that there's anything dark about you, but part of your gifts have to do with transmutation and grounding and taking maybe being a pillar of light within darkness and allowing that to transmute through you. Does that make sense? It does. And um, I appreciate you saying that right now. (laughs) Just because, like, it's been a battle, like, of me trying to figure out my what's going on in my head or my vibes or everything. And you can ask Kat. You know what? I was just going to tag in right now. She, for years, she has always said, you know, something dark is attached to me, this and that, you know, Lila. Or not and that I know for sure, not but that I'm she, like, but she always questioned it. But that, that was always a thing. Like I wasn't sure. And that's, yes. that's the question that's but, always bothered but me. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I know why now, but since the day I met her, I never saw like darkness around Same. her or any type of, but I always knew that she felt it, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. it, it sucked for me because I didn't know how to help her change her perspectives of herself even though when I look at her I just see light you know but she feels darkness but in my heart I always told her I just don't I don't because I could see darkness in somebody you know it's a I guess it's a gift you know but but it it was never towards her but to to have someone in your life who just see her who feels it or just that way about her own self yeah but to well i mean it's a lot of fucked up mistakes i've made in my youth you know we all have yeah hard on yourself i think it's like your own i didn't do this right i was a shitty child (laughs) no you're not you're not i said i was (laughs) yeah i can i can also see though that there was something dark that you were very familiar with when you were younger that's no longer with you Oh, thank goodness. But the memory, <laughs> but the memory is sort of spirit. haunting. Yeah. 
with you. And it's hard when you're young and you experience something of that magnitude of darkness to not associate with it or take on aspects of it as if it's yours because you get to know it so well. And you yeah. and everything is a mirror to us, so we acknowledge our own darkness when we see it. Right. Um, so I feel like that's something that you've moved past, but you're still sort of processing what what it is that you've cleared. That sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> to- Liz I done is told such a good you. person. Like Aww. she really yes. is. Aww. Like thanks, guys. And you have such a you do have such a light, and you're so much fun. And <laughs> you know, like you just I think and you're just harder on yourself. Like you can you imagine being around her? All, all the time and her constantly thinking oh darkness darkness I'm and, a bad person, and when know? I look at her all not. I see is a big old light around yes. her I'm like girl mm-hmm. I don't know how I else to say totally it but no you it. don't <laughs> I know I just but need I'm to so glad come to that, terms yeah. with my mistakes and right. yes. you know I've I've been such a fucking idiot. Everyone has. I know. You know. Ask anyone over any age like your 20s or 30s like we all we've all done shit that we're not happy about hey guys so anybody that's listening that's known me up until i was mm, Uh uh-oh 20 (laughs) let's say 27 i'm I'm still 29 bitch (laughs) you know just so you know guys i'm sorry if you knew me during those times when i was an asshole don't be no come on now i love you guys hey (laughs) forgiveness is a really big deal and, and growth uh, is a big deal that's, and growth that's the point of life spiritual growth grow. you gotta forgive mm-hmm. yes maybe i'm wrong i don't know that's my perspective no you're right it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just it's crazy it's crazy that i had to do this tonight but i mean i do feel a little better with myself hey this like, is a perfect time right. to do it i feel like i'm in confession if you're <laughs> not if you're not hard on yourself are you really growing like you're right. i feel like yeah if you're not like criticizing yourself and being hard on yourself and looking back at things like are you really growing are you really I, I bettering yourself you know yeah, I just actually don't be i feel like that's anymore. stunting your growth because you well, gotta no. move forward oh no mm-hmm. in that way yes but, but you i gotta feel like, like yeah you gotta your see mind. your fault you gotta i see what you learn mean. your lessons like if you're not kind of looking at yourself because there's some people that don't reflection at all they don't reflect on yeah. themselves at all like if yes. i was the same 21 year old liz and you're doing the same shit you wouldn't be you're not growing if you're not able to look at yourself and say i've made these mistakes and Man, and you have a conscience about... You have about, to grow for the... Mo- yeah, you yeah. have a conscience about the things you've done, <laughs> then you're not growing. You have to grow Yeah, but them. you can't... There's there's a difference between dwelling on it... Oh, yes. yes. And reflecting. Right. And I was dwelling. And you... Right. Since the day I met you, you you've been yeah, dwelling. Yeah, you kind of do. And I hope that from today forward, you know, that you, you just reflect and you don't dwell. We shall yes. see you tomorrow. <laughs> hey, I hope we all do, you know? Like, hey, you know. Sayasha's going to um, spend the night. Be <laughs> <laughs> um, safe. Right? Okay, so mm-hmm. I, I have a question. I know we were talking about a couple things right before we started the episode. And I wanted to bring this up if you're comfortable talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know you're, you know, you're uh, into doing different types of practices, but... You caught me off guard when you said you've done exorcisms. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes. Forgot about yeah. that. Like, what? I was like, wait, don't say anything. I'm Hold the phone. Ask you if you're cool. Hold the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really not as dramatic as you would think it is. Uh-huh. But I have performed exorcisms before. We would love to hear about it. Yes. Um, yeah. Sometimes the the entities that get within a person become so integrated that it starts kind of taking over their own actions or they start feeling like they're losing themselves in the midst of that 
And when entities are dark enough that I I would consider them to be demonic, I don't really, really like the word de- demon, but um, yeah, it can really cause a problem, especially in terms of health and relationships, <laughs> because there's two sides to you always, if there's a demon in there. Um, and so, yeah, I have had a couple of clients come to me overwhelmed with depression, anxiety, um, having fits of rage, anger, like totally losing control. Their loved ones would say even their face changes, which I've seen before. Oh. Um, that's a real thing. And if you are, actually, if you are gifted, you can train. It's called psychic overlay. You can actually see in their face by looking at them if there's an entity there because you can see it come through their face. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, but uh, these, what's important is that the person gives their consent to have the entity removed. If someone wants, a lot of people want to hold on to their demons, which you would think is not, (laughs) it's not a real thing, but it is because they feel powerful and they don't know who they are without them. Because it's probably been so long. It's comfort. It's comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's familiar. It's what they know. And when they're in those states of rage or anger or whatever, they feel powerful. And there's a fear in releasing that, that illusion of, of power. Um, so I have to have the permission first to, re- to release the entities, remove the entities. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I did one person in particular. I um, had to, I always have to address the demon directly. Um, and they, when I very first started this journey, they would be very aggressive with me because I didn't know exactly <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> Um, I knew enough to keep myself safe, but I didn't know how to handle them. I didn't know how to come from a place of neutrality. I was very um, sort of defiant for the light of like, get the fuck out of here kind of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yes. I just, want, I just want to say, I think that's the first time you cussed this whole time. And I just <laughs> right. want to, I'm like, it. I loved it. That was beautiful. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It was just oh, sexy. Just tell me one more time. Okay. 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 Now, you're, now I understand the language. <laughs> Understand the words that are coming out your mouth. Sorry, (laughs) making you nervous. All right, continue, please. (laughs) She ain't nervous. No, I'm good with it, girl. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but when I really learned to come from a place of neutrality and from power, and realizing we all—I mean, our spiritual gift is sovereignty. You here, being in the space, have sovereignty over what's allowed in here. You have, you have, and it—I mean, it says that. In the Bible, it does tell you that you have the power in terms of spirituality. Angels and and your helpers on the other side need your permission to help you, which is why prayer is important. Otherwise, they're violating your free will. So um, when you really acknowledge that about yourself and own your own power, then things don't mess with you so much because they know that you know the rules, right? Oh, shit. So so when I confronted that demon, I, I asked him questions. I asked, you know, who are you? Why are you here? Um, and he said, essentially, he was sucking all the energy out of that person until they died, um, which is what they do. It, it's really not personal. They're just looking for a host. It's parasitic. I asked how long the, the demon had been there, and he told me it had been, I think, 30 years, um, wow. which is insane. Yeah. And I asked, what, what did he want? And um, he started, the demon actually started crying. And, oh, and kind of pulling downward on his face. It was kind of disturbing to watch. But he was in torment because he knew that I was going to take him from his home. 
Um, and so I, I spoke with him and I said, it's time for you to go. You're not allowed to be here anymore. And um, I took him to, I have this place that I go astrally when I help souls to the other side. And I took that demon there to send him back into the light. And then he went. And then I did uh, energy work on the person I did the exorcism on. And then they were completely fine. And their health issues went away. Whoa. Their anxiety went away. Their depression went away. All that, all that went away. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so you mentioned that the um, dark entity caused depression in the person and health issues. Right. And for 30 years. For 30 years. That is way too long. That's wow. I cannot. And earlier when you mentioned what's attached to me and how it's kind of playful, but still dark. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you to do what you're going to do to release this entity from yeah. me because I have been experiencing certain behavior and symptoms that I'm not it's not me mm-hmm. and Liz can okay. I you know what if you if I can interrupt you real quick or just tag me in uh I completely agree <laughs> since I've met Kat she's been the light of my life <laughs> I'm just gonna say uh you, every, since meeting you you just have this light that I was very drawn to and you told me, hey, let's do this. Let's do this project. And I knew we were going to execute it the way we should have. And we have been. And it wasn't until recently that it kind of, that, that light switched in you. And I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, shit happens. And, you know, life happens. But it just, it wasn't something I'm used to seeing in you. And I was like, you know what? She's fucking cat chaos. She's fucking badass. She's going to overcome this but it's, it's just been kind of happening and I'm like you know what any day now it's cool you know it's a process you know it's just life is hard quarantining everything that's going on it's just it you know life is hitting hard for a lot of people so that's what I've been thinking but after talking to you guys and it's like fuck maybe it is deeper maybe it is yeah what you're about and, to say and it sucks because it's hard to explain when you've asked me what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong and it's just hard to explain I just, I can't, I can't even explain it right now. And so you think like, oh, it's probably me or it's this or it's that. It's like, no, it's in me, but I can't explain it, you know? And it's the hardest thing. And I know at least one person right now is listening to this and they can relate to me and they have some, they, they've been behaving um, differently or have depression, anxiety, and that's not usually how you are. Maybe you're on medication. I recently got on medication for it and I, was so scared at first to do it because we get taught oh take your crazy meds like you're crazy and it's like I always had that in my head and I was so against therapy and I was against medication and against everything but at the end of the day some you know you can pray and all that you tried it I tried it and it makes me feel like a zombie sometimes sometimes it helps but and the therapy is cool I highly recommend therapy for everybody oh yeah um sometimes you just need to talk to somebody but sometimes you need more. Everyone needs therapy. But at the end of the day, at the <laughs> end of the day, it is not me. And after it's not you. After speaking tonight, um, I we came to the conclusion that it's not right. Like it could be deeper. It's it's very much deeper. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that this happened today because I feel better just even just hearing that. No, it's not you. It's like oh. Thank God. Hey, I, but this throughout whole this whole thing, you you're still an amazing person. You're still somebody I look up to dearly. I think you're fucking amazing, and you're just 
constantly evolving even throughout this like this dark cloud that you're experiencing I want you to know that I still <laughs> look up to you very much like you're you're amazing and you're still fighting through it and I see you like your art is constantly evolving and you're still you're a fighter dude and you know what it's beautiful to hear that and I appreciate you saying that and the sad thing is it's hard for me to believe it and it's hard for me to see that I'm here to know, remind you I understand <laughs> and before before all this crap I'd be like oh yeah cool thank you yeah yeah I know I'm doing okay I'm doing good but it's even hard to do that now you know I can't even I don't I it's hard to believe it and I try every day to create something new and I drop new shit new prints and all that and people like it but I'm like I still have all this doubt Again, you it. know and yeah. it's an artist thing for sure but it's deeper than that um, but anyway so there's that. Sorry, that. everybody. Shit, we went way too deep, Paul. No, we well, we had to get real, you know, and yeah. this is what we this podcast real, is. And you know what? This is very, per- people who know me don't need, a lot of close friends who know me don't even know this, that I'm going through this because you got to fake the funk sometimes. I'm the person that helps other people, not people, not asking other people for help. See, and it shouldn't you be know? that way all the time. I know. Time. You have a lot on your shoulders and yeah. I don't know. Well, you, you have us right here. Yeah. Yep. I'm grateful for each of you at this table because love you girl you know I love you i love you guys a lot yeah <laughs> but this ain't about me <laughs> <laughs> no i think i appreciate this though i do maybe sometimes you should let it be about I, you thank you oh, you're welcome yes. <laughs> that beautiful voice i'm gonna let it be about yes. me now <laughs> let's Stage talk about me, baby. you girl <laughs> like, this episode as my meditation Right? When she's talking. <laughs> sage me, baby. <laughs> sage me, baby. Should we all say it? No, we should just have... Say, I should say it. Yeah. Sage yes. me, baby. Ooh. Ooh do or, it one more time. Or get the fuck out of here. Ooh. Oh, yes. yes. Damn. Oh, well, you language. know what? This Man, episode... you know what? This episode was... I don't even know how to explain it. It was amazing. It was beautiful. It was genuine. I it feel, was. I feel like this episode and Mari's episode are like tied. Like they're just on two different spectrums. You know, it's like. It's way different, but it, it's just. I feel like this one wasn't enough and we need to bring her back. Again. Oh, I completely <laughs> agree. Yes. Hey. Can we? Season that. three. Yes. yes. Guys, please uh, follow us on social media. And um, make sure you guys follow her as well. Reach um, out. Questions. If you need any services. If you need <sighs> some meditation voices for nighttime. Because her <laughs> voice is beautiful. We're going to use Cleanse this recording. chakras. Like sage you, baby. All yeah. that shit. <laughs> you want to get sage, baby? <laughs> you want to get your cards read. You want to get uh, your chakras balanced. Because we're about to do that as well. Mm. You know. All that. Please say your full name. Ayasha, Gianna. Beautiful. Thank you. See, it wouldn't have sounded as good if I said it. But we want to thank you for making time and energy and everything to join us here today. You're here for a reason, for more than what we spoke about tonight. Totally. And we're so blessed and honored. and To have you as our friend. Just to have you as our friend, just to know you. And I knew from the first day I met you, girl, I was like, ooh, She's cute, she's badass, and her energy on point. Your energy is popping. (laughs) Them boots, though. So thank thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and to be a part of your podcast and just to be able to share space with 
three beautiful, beautiful women. Thank you so much. My goodness. Can we repeat that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> she My just called gosh, this a you just real feel, dub. You make me feel good, girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to end this episode with these good vibes, good energies. We're going to go have a glass of wine. Please. Yep. Thank you, you all for listening. We really appreciate you being here. Ooh. Thank you for supporting the podcast and supporting Hazy Chaos, two of the most badass women you will ever meet in your entire life. I am very grateful to be here in their glorious presence. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>